Welcome everybody to another episode of Scream Creeps, where this episode we're actually going to talk about the third installment of the Fear Street series, uh, that being uh, Fear Street Part 3, uh, 1666. Um, as you guys, if you guys listened to the previous ones, we actually talked about um, parts 1 and 2. Part 1 was 1994. Part two was 1978 at the campsite, and then this one's 1666. So there's kind of two parts to it, and we'll go into more detail as we're talking. But uh, it essentially goes back. It starts in 1666. If you guys saw it in 1978, it kind of goes to 1666, and the probably the first half of this movie is in that um, time frame, and then it ends back in 1994. So, um, with that, we've said it before, these were based on the book series of the same name by R.L. Stein. Uh, uh, this uh, particular movie, I believe, starred Kiana Madeira, or Madeira, Ashley Zuckerman, Jillian Jacobs, Olivia Scott Welch, Benjamin Flores Jr., and Daryl Britt Gibson. The vast majority of these guys were in the first well, actually, I think everybody in this one was in either the first one or the second one. Uh, they pretty much had every, almost everybody, I would say. Would you guys say that almost everybody from either the first or the second one was in this one back in 1666? Well, I mean, not like the original characters that was from the 76, but the care like Jillian, J- Gillian Jacobs or whatever plays as the sister in it. I forgot her name. But the one that uh, at the very end of the film where they brought her back to life or whatever, she plays that character. So just about everybody's still alive, all except for the pe- and the people that died in the first movie. Yeah, I, I agree with Josh because it's like the, the same like actors were in it, but they played different people back in yeah, 1666. Yeah, that's kind of what I meant. I didn't mean that they were playing the same exact person, but the, the characters themselves were, um, or the the actors were all in it. So like the, um, the guy that played the, uh, the ax wielder in the campsite in 1978, he was in it as some crazy dude back in the, right. Yeah. That's the one thing that about this one was that this one definitely like when you talk about like how a lot of people were saying that it was the best one. Yes. I definitely agree that it was the best one out of all of them just because they wrapped everything up in a good, like they, uh, everything that they introduced and was kind of, alluding to in the uh past movies pretty much they talked about in the third movie yeah i agree they kind of wrapped it up and kind of told you okay this is how it all connects and how it all started and this is why everything happened yeah like even talking about the bad guy and all this stuff and yeah of course spoilers if anybody hasn't watched it but they should watch it Especially knowing that they just said that they were making more. I think this was like a couple of weeks ago to a month ago. They were saying that they were thinking about doing more movies. Like probably not like based around the same story, but but they're probably going to do something different. But it's going to be under the same Fear Street banner. Well, didn't they end this? I For some reason, I don't think they ended this one kind of open. 
didn't they do something at the very end? Am I confusing the two? I could swear that. Well, essentially, they showed like, uh, okay, so initially, the what they did was like because uh, from the very first movie, they were introducing Sunnyvale and what was it, Sunnyside, I think, or, or Shady Side. That's what it was. Shady Side was always like the one where most of the killings happened, and then Sunnyvale seemed like nothing happened at. So, uh, and then pretty much the ending was mostly them it instantly showed that as soon as they finished everything because pretty much what have uh they and they instantly got into a car accident and that's the main thing that i remember that they left it well no i was i think i was talking more that sorry i didn't mean to cut you off but mid credits there was a scene where somebody took the book ziggy ziggy grabbed the book oh yeah 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 yeah. i forgot about that yeah so and that's what i was referring to that they they kind of left it open with that yeah like they could go forward um, with another somebody else and which one was ziggy i don't remember which one ziggy was was it ziggy was well she was the one that was the um sister that lived in 1978 the redhead okay that's what i thought it was her yeah but uh, if anything she's probably going to protect the book if anything to keep it from happening but you never know Depends on where they say they could go either way with that one. So, well, that's what I'm saying is like the Fear Street series, like book series, is kind of like where it's supposed to be like teenage. Okay, so Goosebumps was like when you were like a kid, like 10 years old and upwards. Then Fear Street was more like if you were 16 and up, pretty much. So it was darker material, but it was based around the same thing. So it's different stories but it was more like how the movies are where they're more violent and gory and stuff like that but the essentially the only difference is is that the goosebumps stuff was like hokey stuff how it was like some where it was like monster and like certain monsters would show up and stuff but the uh, the concept is about the same like that they're all different sets of stories like if they didn't want to do like, if they wanted to do another Fear Street, but then base it around in the same universe, like, it's the same thing, but it's a different city or something, and something else is different, right. they could definitely do that. And I think that's how the book series mm-hmm. is, is that they're just based around different stories, kind of like how Goosebumps was. The only thing because is, they would do I like, wish they would have shown, like, the kid, his story, the kid with the bat. <laughs> More. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. They didn't really show 1978. It was more about her, you know, Ruby or whatever. And then, yeah, I think the way that they were doing it was that they were explaining it like essentially what happens is is that the uh, I guess we should just spoil it. The essentially, so the first part of the movie is essentially that her going through the memories of the girl that they think is the bad one essentially the one that's starting it all the witch so and then pretty much the main character that was in the first movie is in the headspace or like and going through what that girl went through leading up to the story so the it's kind of like a two hour long movie and the first half is going through uh i can't remember what her name was i thought it was sarah something sarah fear that's what it was but uh 
she, you're watching through her eyes type of thing, or at least the girl was. So essentially they show that pretty much she was a lesbian back in the day. They didn't, uh, and other people didn't like that she was a lesbian and treated them bad because they do a scene where one of the guys that was interested and in one of the girls she was going right. after got a boner and then people made fun of him for it. Yeah. <laughs> and then so like later on when they're talking about witches and stuff, kind of like Salem witch trials, he said that it was her because she was like, and like she was the one who summoned shit and all that stuff. Turns out to be somebody else at the end of the movie, but like essentially, so they think that she's the one that's causing all the problems when she ain't the one that caused the problems. If anything, she was trying to protect people. Yeah, and this was just like, yeah, this was just like all the standard horror fare, right? With the uh, the fact that um, she was, uh, I think I mentioned it before with The Ring and movies like that was that um, it ended up being she wanted to show people who the bad people really were. So, like, in the ring, it kind of did the same thing. Yeah, essentially. And I think that's why... And I think that's that's why I think that they did uh, the execution well was because she, and most of the people that you saw got the memories of her like when where they're talking about her girlfriend or well pseudo girlfriend at the time and then they went for it near the end of the movie like where she was getting the the uh the memories implanted it seems like so I should just say who the killer is from jump it's mostly because you kind of figured it throughout the whole series especially at the end of the second film they show, I think it was James Good is his name, right? The one that was uh, crushing on the sister. Right, yeah, he was part of the Good family, which was which was the family the sheriff was part of. I can't remember. I couldn't remember if it was Jacob Good or John Good or James Good or whatever the whatever the hell. Like at the end of the second film, he sits there and he says. Uh, like she's telling them that it's a curse, blah blah blah, and then he sits there and doesn't say anything, and he's trying to become a cop and this and that. So this explains why he was quiet at the end of the second film is that he is the eventual. They explain it that the good family sacrifices one person at a certain age to kill a bunch of people on the shady side for Sunnyvale to be fine essentially so he he pretty much sacrifices certain people and that's why they turn into killers so like the little kid with a bat turned into one like uh i, I think it was lucy something i forgot the one with the the razor blade th type thing the barber's shears or whatever like like all the people that turned into killers was because he wrote in a, a person's name and it instantly they instantly turned them into a killer, no matter what it was. So that's so pretty much they had to go after good the whole time. Yeah, because they were basically a they were basically into Satan stuff or something like that or whatever you call it. Uh, or at least for the second half of the film, when you find out that yeah, like they do a pact with Satan or whatever. 
or who like a demon, whatever, where pretty much you sacrifice one person and then it makes one side good for like a certain amount of years. So he would just, like so the first guy where where um Sarah Fear went to go talk to you turns out that he was the one who put the names in there. So and then he's trying to sacrifice her that way nobody knows the knows the wiser out of it. So and essentially spoiler alert she gets sacrificed anyway because otherwise what point of there was for the movie if she didn't get sacrificed. <laughs> Well, I would have liked to have known like who or why um, they pick them. Sometimes, oh, that family. Like, yeah, I pick. Oh yeah, and like I wonder. And that's why. Um, that's why I was thinking about the sister or the girlfriend. Right? It was like they they put her name in because she found out the truth. Right. So he put that in that way nobody would find out and uh, i think because they were showing that certain i think they were showing in certain parts that whoever was finding out the truth they were kind of like doing that too so but i mean if anything they probably didn't have a necessary order like who they were picking they probably just picked somebody on shady side yeah, just really been nice to know. and i think that's probably why he was a cop too so he could talk to whoever was a problem and make them the ones yeah, it would have been just nice to know who it was, though. I mean, because, you know, for the most part, there weren't a lot of clues into that. Like, why did that Lucy girl get picked, and why did Tommy get picked at the time? It almost seemed like they alluded to stuff, but, um, like, because uh, Nick Good was the guy doing a lot of it, right, even when he was a kid. So, well, like, when we were... Wanted, uh, when we were watching it, though, remember, we were thinking, at first we were kind of thinking maybe it was people that were connect you know connected to the bad people at the time remember like because he was because you know that same character you're that same actor the guy that played tommy played somebody else that was bad back in 1666 so we were thinking okay well maybe the connection is that they're not good people or whatever not good but i don't know i mean well, yeah but i mean i guess i was talking yeah see that's what i was thinking that there were bad people but then also at the same time the other kid that was the skeleton one was like a nice dude before it happened. So like that, and that's the thing. I don't know for sure. Like that would have been nice if they would explain that somewhat because they kind of just explained it like it was a random order type of thing. Well, yeah, because it seemed to me Nick Good was the bad guy. Yeah, which made time. sense because theirs was a descendant of yeah. So that's what makes you think that the other people, you know, the other people that were getting killed happened to be descendants of people that were not, you know, good back in the, you know what I mean? That were part of yeah, but he families. Wasn't good back in the day, though, I guess is what I'm getting at. Is the goods weren't. That's what I'm saying, but that's why I think it made you allude to the fact that, or wanted to make you think that the rest of the people that got killed were also connected to not great people. Because you know, the whole time you're thinking something's up with this family, like some, you know what I mean? You're kind of like, mm. you're almost kind of foreshadowing how it's going to end up, right? You know, no, I get that. I, I guess what I'm getting at is like, so the Ryan kid, Nick, Ryan. The, the, the one that was like the scream guy, the one with the... the oh, in the 1994? At the very beginning. In part well, that's one, true. Yeah, we don't know who, like, what, who he was connected but, with. But Nick Good is the one that wrote his name down because he was the one controlling all of it at the time. The sheriff? 
Yeah. But he, why did he write his name down? They didn't like explain why he picked someone. Well, it could have just been random because he didn't want it to come back on him. You know, they just picked somebody that could take the fall. That's why I was mostly thinking that they were like, it was either to protect himself to make sure that he didn't get found out or that he thought that they were standing in his way or something. You know, I like that, that's, the only that's what I was taking out of it. They could have explained it in an offhand remark or whatever, which would have helped a little bit. But yeah, I mean, because you're right, because it's like the Ruby girl. Why her? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Call her Lucy. It's yeah, Ruby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lane. Yeah, Ruby Lane. And it's like, but it's kind of what you're saying. I It'd could, be like, yeah, why her? They didn't explain, like, why was she chosen? <laughs> I just followed on top of you until Elaine said Ruby. Well, I kept thinking, like, who's Lucy? <laughs> but I'm like, no, the singing girl was Ruby, but. Well, I mean, you got to think about, too. It's been like, what? We, uh, we, I watched it right after we got done, practically like a day or so after yeah. we finished the I mean, it's been podcast. a bit since all so of us watched it, like but yeah. Or, well, that's what I'm saying. It's been like two months, maybe. So, like, uh, some of this stuff I forgot about a little bit, and it's mostly the names, especially the most of the killers. It's like, okay, I don't really care for your names. It's just like, okay, the chick that killed people. Okay, there we go. Yeah, we'll, we'll be better with the next one because I, mean, I think we're going to start. And it's kind of funny out that most of the, like the crime one, we got to just get on a yeah, we got to schedule a, a routine yeah, of putting them out every schedule. Yeah, um, yeah. Yep. But the main thing was like, I think that. Uh, it reminded me of most of the killers in the movie. It was it kind of reminded me of like how they were all kind of like versions of like other horror movies. People like the yeah. the kid with the bat could be like Chucky. The one with the bag over right. his head could have been like Jason. The only thing is like nobody was like Freddy, but like oh yeah, yeah. Leatherface, yeah. So he reminded me more of Leatherface than he did. Yeah, but I only thought of like Jason was because yeah he had an axe, but still, which we should talk about the new and like just as an offhand thing, like the new tra- uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, probably at one point. Yeah, we will be at some point. Remember, we're going through. Well, I mean, I definitely would say in this thing though, the guy who the 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 author R. L. Stein or whatever, I do think that he obviously use things that he that he knew from history or you know learned in history class or read about and stuff like that from his life he kind of intertwined into this like you're saying like the yeah. classic horror movies the salem witch trials i mean all that kind of stuff was all kind of well i don't think that he uh, i forgot who directed it but i think they took inspiration from like some of the books so i think it's like not even like based oh, around okay. his books at all i think it's like an original story well i mean well whoever wrote it then i mean obviously obviously made sure that it that's what i'm saying i remember remember reading goosebumps and shit but i never got into fear street because like i was reading yeah i'd never read goosebumps i'm not really goosebumps i went to like i went to like ann rice and a bunch of other stuff like after like a certain amount of time after goosebumps i started getting into darker type of like horrors well, I mean, whoever wrote it, I'm just saying they obviously took, you know, things they learned from history, like the Salem Witch Trials, you know, watching, you know, probably Freddie and Jason and all them growing up and kind of just intertwined that kind of all together into a different kind of story. So, 
and that's one thing that I liked about like how they were kind of the, uh, told the story because it was like how the uh, the main chick was like a lesbian, and they were kind of like telling correlating stories through everything about like how your uh especially the main chick was like how, kind of how she was in the same boat with the other chick where like they didn't want to get uh say that they were lesbian and deal with the blowback from other people or like how they would treat you yeah. bad especially back then like when the 1600s and stuff be way yeah. worse like how the salem works witch trials is just because like, well you hadn't thought of that as you were part of the devil taboo thing especially then well not even taboo back then i mean that was just like you were like devil if you because that was totally against religious beliefs and stuff yeah well that's what, that's what i'm saying that they would probably think you're a, a witch just because you would be into that when it's like totally not a thing. It's just a, a thing by itself. But I mean, I even know, even with the 1994, though, I mean, me and Jeremy both know from being in high school then that, I mean, even back in 94, I mean, people, you know, didn't feel free to just, you know, say how they were either. So, I mean, that kind of correlated with that, too. Well, that's what, that's what I'm saying. I mean, like, no matter what through time, I think people have been dealing oh, with yeah. that type of yeah shit it's just gotten a little right. bit easier now like for it but like no matter what i think people are going to deal with that hate well unfortunately anyway. you could never get rid of it completely which is bu- which is bullshit anyway well i mean like, you could never still. you could never but get rid of people that how, like, are going to hate and stuff i mean there's always going to be haters out there regardless well that and that's what that main thing that's out of it that's why i thought that it was a cool story throughout everything was they were kind of basing it off of like be yourself and stuff like that and like no like especially how it's around like satanism and stuff like that how he's like oh yeah like i want my fucking town to be good so i'm gonna sacrifice other people to make it good and then you're not surprised when the dude died (laughs) well i mean i do like how they use the i do like how they use the, the the gay part though because i think that made it um you know more relatable nowadays to people yeah well that's what i was saying uh, i'm like because sometimes it's like okay let's see about the story about the uh, the thing like so like and i just liked how it went with the story so well too like it was just like another story beat that they did especially in the last episode like in the last movie i liked how like even it was only an hour from like seeing the sarah fair stuff and then it went back and then it was like oh 1994 part two and then it went into the other stuff at the end like i liked how they did that well i do think they did i do think they did do good about because you know sometimes you watch things and they're going back and forth between times and stuff and it gets confusing but i would have to say that they did a pretty good job on on these because i don't i don't feel like i could you know i don't feel like i couldn't follow the story so I think that, you know, they did good on that. And I think that's the main thing is, like, when they showed, like, the blood coming out of the chick's nose, like, at the beginning of the first film and stuff like that, I, I'm thinking that, like, when they did the the flashback whole first hour thing, it was like it happened to her in, like, seconds, right? Kind mm-hmm. of like the same amount of time that it happened to the girl. Like, she saw all that shit within, like, seconds, and then it popped right back into where they were at. So that's right. one thing that I liked about the the whole thing. Like, yeah, the whole series as a whole was cool. Like, I, I really liked how inventive the kills were, 
how the like just the story completely was cool just because it was different from most horror movies that we see nowadays like right. most, of, most of the time they'll always do some wonky bits in like every movie but this one was like cool just because they tried to like fit all that like of course like what jeremy was saying like that they were missing some stuff that would flesh out stuff a little bit more but like I thought that they did ever uh, fit as much stuff as they could to make it a complete whole movie or a whole trilogy and be done with it if they wanted to. Well, and I, I like too that they, cause you know, all the stuff nowadays, it's like, Oh, this was a movie that, okay. It had like the, you know, the slashy horror type stuff, but it did, you didn't have to have all the sexual stuff and all the language and you know, all those things to make it, to make it good. Like it was just good how it was. So, yeah, like I like I even liked how near the end of the movie, like he actually fucking ran into the chick that he was talking to on the computer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like, because the random chick at the beginning of the first film, he's talking to this one person that he doesn't even know who they are. And then all of a sudden at the end, she's like, yeah, this is my screen name. And he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, just a one-off thing where it's yeah. just like, oh, that's even cool that they even explained who the person was, too. That they didn't necessarily have to I do. I liked him, though, the brother. I don't remember what his name was, but he's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot his name, too. But, like, I just liked how they ended the whole thing. And then especially how, like, it was funny how right after they finished the stuff with Good, how he died and all that stuff, and they got rid of the whole thing. His name was Josh. That's funny that you don't remember. <laughs> or, or Josh Good, yeah. You, you know what I mean. No, Josh was the brother he was talking yeah. about. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. But uh, That name called? just eluded me. I don't know. <laughs> he was Henry Fear back in 1666. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was, still, but, uh, he was still her brother then, wasn't he? Yeah, because I think they were explaining, I'm like, this is what I took off of the flashback thing, was that they were taking people that were back in that time, they just put the characters that were in the movie into the roles that kind of similar to, like, what they were in the first movie. That's what I took out of it. Well, least. yeah, because the bad good back in 1666 was Solomon, that... but it was played by the same yeah. guy that played Nick. Yeah. So that's yeah. what I was saying. They, they, what I think Elaine mentioned it was that they were correlating like characters with the same person back then, meaning equating. So like Sam, I think it was Samantha, she was, was Hannah, yeah. which was Sarah's... Girl, love interest yeah. or whatever you want to call it back in 1666 yeah. so it was and dina was sarah back in 1666 so it was correlating the two together yeah and it almost yeah. kind of points and to the fact that it was it mirroring the time frames like uh the people yeah. involved were mirroring the time frame back then so like dina and sam were the sarah and, and hannah yeah. back then mm-hmm. and, and a, a constance was Who's yeah. Constance? Well, that was the one that uh, Sadie Sink played back in 1666. She was the, I don't, but she was the same kind of character. So she was Ziggy back in 78. Oh, huh. Sadie, Sadie Sink, well, you don't watch Stranger Things, but it was Max in Stranger Things. Oh, okay. She's the redhead. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, she played. Ziggy in 1978. So oh, she okay. was the one, the, not the sister, but the the main one 
that Jillian Jacobs played as an adult. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, she played Constance back in 1666. So. I know who Jillian Jacobs is. She was on that love series yeah, that yeah. I liked <laughs> on Netflix. But, yeah, so I think those equated. I don't know about the rest of them, like the ones that died. You know, like... Uh, well, I know the guy with the thing on his face, you know, the whatever guy was there, but I don't remember what his name was in 1666, so I'm not sure. And I don't remember what his last name was in 78, oh, yeah. so I'm not sure how, if how that, but. Yeah, that's the main, and that's the main thing. But, you know. and, and I just thought it was funny how, like, everything, you could tell that it wore off when, like, they just left the place and instantly car crash. Like, like, yeah, <laughs> like instant, like fucking didn't even give it a few seconds. They're like, oh, okay, we're in Sunnyvale. And then bam, like hit somebody else. Well, yeah, stuff started happening to them normally, or I don't know if it reverted to where they were getting all the negative feedback now, or if it was just the fact that stuff would start happening to them. Yeah, I don't know for sure. Like, I was just taking it like the the potency of like his sacrificing and all that stuff fell to shit when like the pact was broken and he was killed. So that's what I was taking out of it. Like that that once he was gone, then they can't do it anymore. So they just ended it. But that that's the main thing that I took from it. But like that's one thing that I I just really like the movie anyway. Eventually, I got got to find out if there's a way to own the films by themselves because they are definitely like ones that I would probably go back to and watch again. Yeah. So, but them being Netflix, I don't know if they'll ever release like where you can buy them. Especially the third one. The third one's good. Well, I know that they do it for some shows, like they did it for Orange is the New Black and stuff like that, but I don't know if they're going to do that for movies. That's the only thing. That's what I'm saying. I haven't seen Fear Street or anything like that, like on Voodoo. You know, so it's... Anyhow, but... uh, So, I mean, with that, are we going to say do anything like with the Creepometer for this? Because I don't feel that the Fear Street series really warrants it that much. Because they're yeah, they're I would really say, I wouldn't say it was creepy. No. Yeah, like I mean, and I think we've said it the past two times that they really weren't yeah, creepy. Yeah, not so, really creepy. No. Um, I guess we can no, because they were kind of like horror movies, but almost like suspense too, kind of. Because it, it kind of made it just sucked you into like, ooh, let, how does this end? How does this all go together? You know, like yeah, they were uh, yeah. They were kind of like horror thrillers because, I mean, like, there wasn't a whole lot of kills, especially in this one. There wasn't a whole lot of kills at all in this one. But, I mean, like, other than the creature and the whole, like, all the people. Well, I mean, that one was was pretty bad. I don't think they needed a whole lot because that one was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, just because they fucking took their eyes out and shit. But, I mean, even Uh, then, like, mostly, yeah, that's why I was like, fuck. But like other than that, I don't think anything. Yeah, happened I think you're right. I think that was a good dying. I think everybody else survived at the end. But I liked how they did it, where they mixed her blood in the stuff and everything. Like certain moments were just cool. I liked how they put her blood in there to throw off the sense of the other killers and shit. Yeah. And then yeah. they threw it on him yeah. to get them to go after him. I like that too. So I mean, like. I would definitely say, like, okay, if we're going to not do a creepometer thing, maybe we should do, uh, like, I don't know, like, what to call, like, a good horror movie thing. Like, 
I don't know. I'll, I'll, um, so far for me, I would say out of the whole series, it's probably an 8 or a 9 out of 10, though. It's kind of high up there for me. Well, yeah, if we were to rate them, I, I would say, you know, out of all the ones we've done on this podcast. Yeah, I think there's um, some of the best ones, man. And this is saying, like, what yeah. we've talked about Friday the 13th and all that shit. Like, uh, I still really like these damn movies. <laughs> Well, I think also, like, these don't have a lot of those, what are those tropes or whatever? Well, that's what I'm saying. These don't have a they lot of those either. Like, I mean... Versus, you know, like, versus normal every ones. Every horror movie ends up having some horror tropes in them, but, like, they didn't really go back into a lot of, like, typical shit that a lot of other horror movies yeah. did around the time. Or at least... Well, this movie really do. didn't. I mean, they actually did... They did smart stuff to well, me. Well, yeah, like, that's what I mean, um, like... They they were they doing the stuff with the when blood they needed and everything to hide, else where it was like inventive, yeah. where it threw people off their scent and stuff, and using it, using well, a weakness where they're coming after her and used it into an advantage to like get the dude, essentially. Yeah, they almost made them like the characters like more smart than like a bit. You know too what I mean? Smart? Like. Yeah. No, well, not too, but you know what I mean. Instead of making them like where you're always going, no, don't go do that. Oh, oh, oh she's yeah. so stupid going that. You know that kind yeah. of thing. It was like they it, it seemed like okay, they were thinking better. Like okay, let's really do this. Sarah and fear was the only person that kind of went into that trap. But like you know, then you had to explain a reason why she died in the first place and why everything happened. Like I like how the. Right. Like even why the people like why there was a tombstone saying or like the rock that said like the stuff that was in there. I like how that even tied back to like how people knew that that's where she was at and it meant a different thing than they were thinking that it was. Right. That's why uh -huh. I like the movie is that they were thinking of smaller things and explaining it to be a deeper meaning at the end of the movie. Like. <laughs> so that's why i said like definitely it's like an eight or a nine out of ten for me it's like period anyway like out of the whole thing. yeah i agree i definitely would say people need to watch this yes. series for especially sure. and, um yeah. so yeah i would agree eight or a nine yeah. i wouldn't say a ten it wasn't like yeah i wouldn't say it wasn't like it was the greatest thing i've ever seen I but yeah like hold the tens for like my absolute favorite movies like <laughs> Right. Like the ones that I right. just know I've seen this a million fucking times. But you can watch it yeah, every time like it's every like time on I or watch something. It on yeah. TV, I can watch rewatch it. But like right now, yeah. like I don't re I'm like go back to like Netflix and I'm like, yeah, let's watch Free Street again. Because it'll be a little bit maybe Halloween time, then I'll rewatch it again. <laughs> hey, we should probably do that new Jordan Peele movie too. Well, oh, yeah. What's it called? I, I What's what's it called nope. again? No. Nope. Yeah, nope. so yep. I might watch oh, it in the next few days. I don't know. But if I will, I'll oh. do like a thing where I do something online. Like put it on the website or something. Well, so in two weeks we're gonna be doing the latest scream, which came out the newest one? Yeah, yeah the maybe. newest one. So um that's going to be the next uh, podcast we do for Scream Creeps is Scream. I believe it's 2022 edition, or right? I don't think it came out in 2021. Yeah. I couldn't um, remember what it actually That's came. the one we're going to actually talk about next time. Um, and then 
Uh, we might talk about Nope after that. Um, and then we'll go back to the 35 scariest movies according to science. And I think the, the next one we have is Poltergeist. Yeah, baby. I think is the, the next one in line for that. So unless, of course, another horror movie pops up that comes out that we want to actually do a podcast on. And put a review on our website. Well, I mean, about, the only other but, one that I... Actually, I don't even think that... Other than Nope, I don't think anything lately is coming out. Oh, so the only movie. other one is that Black Phone oh, that yeah, I've heard Black about. Black Phone. I totally with, watched that movie, though. It looks dope. With Ethan Hawke, Yeah, I think. it's like him... He... Huh? Uh, it's a dude that wears a mask, which is Ethan Hawke. And he kidnaps a boy. And then... Like he's talking to people on a black phone, like where it sounds like it's implied like they're ghosts that died from him. That's what it seems like on the uh on the trailer at least. What does the review say about I that movie? That it's good or good I haven't really looked to be honest, but I mean I think when we're doing Scream well, podcast, we should be and a website, we should be watching everything. Well, it just that things. one intrigues me only because Ethan Hawke's in it and like in what is it, Insidious or whatever? Yeah, was one is he was in it. And that's one of the like. That's was always one of the top. Sinister or sinister? Well, one uh, of the two. Sinister. He was in one of those. That's in the, one of the he top like sinister. five. Sinister. Oh, my yeah. Number one. But he's in that Insidious one. That's like one of the scariest. Insidious was the one that had um, what's his name from The Conjuring in it. The main dude. And from I think that. he was also in that movie that I can't that Fear dot com that I can't that like just I can't watch it like it disturbs me. I think that's uh, I, think, I think I watched Fear dot com like that ever movie. ago. I don't remember. That movie, Anyways, I, I don't. Know. For some reason, that movie like bothers me. It gets We're, under my skin. I don't know why. Into the top ten of scariest movies according to science, it's gonna be some freaky shit. Oh. Well, yes, yeah, so you get in the top ten of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're gonna get to some. We get into Hereditary and Sinister, well, and, a... Insidious. And... Yeah. What were we checking about? The, the ones that you're like. Phone? Yeah, it's like the remember. ones. Huh? I, I I looked what? up the black phone thing, and <laughs> I don't know why I looked it up, but uh. Yeah, it looks like uh, yeah, it came out last month, sometime. Damn it! Yeah, it just it made its money back though. Made a hundred million, so it made its money back because I think oh. it was like one of the, um, the, uh, it was like a low budget horror movie. I think that's. Oh, I think they're gonna make sure. more movies out of it, though. It's like one of those. Well, Jason of, Blum you know, well, I don't know it. for sure, like no. how the uh, movie ends or whatever, but they could probably <sighs> definitely make more, like after this. I mean, they could do what Strangers did, where it was like a prequel movie and shit like that. So, I mean, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I've seen that poster, that picture. I guess I just never realized yeah, that was thing- that movie. That's what I'm saying. The mask is the like face. fucking gonna be yeah. like one of those masks where they're gonna be like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah, I wanna, I wanna he see. He kidnaps that kids. Oh, that's, that's gonna be disturbing. Looks super good, that's man. Disturbing to me. That's that's yeah. the that's those things that like get under people's skin. You that's know, it what just. I'm saying. That's so, a, yeah, we, we need to start doing, doing more of that. Where, like so. he's talking to the other kids that kill uh, got killed and shit. It just sounds super cool. Just it sounds like it's yeah. gonna be good. But yeah, so from that standpoint, Scream will be next, and then, well, 
Scream, the latest Scream. I don't want to say Scream, but Scream 2022 or 2021, whatever. Okay, I just want to Not say the they could have at least brought Matthew Lillard back, too. Well, I mean, they what? killed Matthew Lillard. What are you talking about? Well, they killed they killed the other guy, oh, too. Oh, you're just saying, like, in a flashback or something? Yeah. Uh, oh, Why okay, not Matthew yeah. Lillard? I mean, depends on if Matthew Lillard wanted to I mean, to it was do his it. house. It they were in his house. Okay, we'll yeah, talk we'll about talk that. About okay, that sorry. <laughs> sorry, I'm getting a little ahead of us. There's a reason he was in that, though. Yeah, like, true. Matthew Lillard wasn't genetically tied anyone. Yeah, true. So I okay. won't spoil anything, but that's all yeah, of yeah. the way is that. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Uh, Skeet Ulrich. Skeet Ulrich's character in the movie. I don't um, know. Billy. Billy, yeah, we'll talk about that Billy during something. the next podcast. Yeah, maybe. Anyways, but yeah, we'll talk about it in two yeah. weeks. Yeah, okay, sorry. So, <laughs> Am I jumping ahead? Sorry. Yes. <laughs> but I think that's it. We got That's all we got for Fear Street Part 3. Um, yeah, the big message is, watch all of three of them. They were definitely, good. Definitely, yeah. definitely. <laughs> yep, and uh, I hope you got, if you guys made it through this podcast, I mean, it's only 39 minutes, so hopefully... <laughs> We didn't bore you guys to tears in 39 minutes, but um, if you guys are listening, go go ahead and check out our our uh, new redesigned website that's out there now. We've got everything out there, including this podcast will be out there actually too. But we've got reviews popping up and news, uh, current news items coming out. And what's that website, Jeremy? Uh, it's theheartofgeek.com, right? <laughs> Gotta make sure you phone, say it. Yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah, so, so, you know, with that, with the website, you can check out our socials. We got a YouTube channel, which is kind of we're pushing content, but there's been a little snag in my builds that I'm pushing through right now. So, um, they've uh, they've slowed down a little bit, but I'm gonna start pushing them out again here shortly, and then the Lego builds will start blowing up again. We've got a backlog yeah, of those and some all kinds of good stuff. stuff. I'm way behind on. And if you like horror and you like true crime, you can uh, visit us and hear us talk about true crime on Morbid Instinct podcast, too. Yep. Yep. And then, uh, of course, we've got Sci-Fi Graveyard, which is our sci-fi podcast. Which we're talking about the Resident Evil series on that one. Yeah, oh, and, and that's cool. We'll be talking uh, SummerSlam in our wrestling podcast this week, so you'll be seeing that one out there too if you guys listen to it to that. So, anyway, yeah. for all Heart of Geek, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Scream Creeps, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. And talking Scream, see you guys later. Peace. Have a good one.